is A to Z with Mark Zinno, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Good afternoon. Welcome to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, where today I tell you it's just one game, but oops, it didn't look good. Welcome in. We are live here on this Tuesday. Appreciate you guys joining me here on A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On ATL. Of course, I'm at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Lots of Braves news to get into. We had a trade yesterday after uh, the Braves, or after I recorded the show, that the Braves made it that I want to get into, and some big picture issues for the Braves that I need to reiterate because I think as we go through uh, this season right now, uh, there's a sense of where this Braves team is and how it relates to them winning a World Series again that I think needs to be clarified. And an interesting NFL list that has me scratching my head. We'll do all that coming up on the show. This first segment brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Last night, game one of the series. And to tell you how big of a series that even the national media thinks this is, ESPN, the app on their phone, I was looking it up this morning and just checking out some notes on the game tonight uh, with David Peterson starting against Spencer Strider. And that the, the little mini headline on the game said, Braves, uh, Mets face Braves again, up 1-0 in series. Like up 1-0 in series as if it was the playoffs. It's, it's, it's the beginning of July. And, and again, up 1-0 in the series. Like I said, this is going to feel like a playoff series, and it should because – these two teams are primed to meet again in the postseason, regardless of what comes of these next two games in this, in this entire three-game series. So, uh, was their Max better than our Max on last night that he was? That was it. Moreover, it was about the Braves' bats, uh, and it was about the Braves continuing um, to be defined really offensively by who they are. And this is what happens over the course of 162. And I've talked about this repeatedly. Last night aside, in general, you know, if you're going to mash your way through 162 games like teams that score a ton of runs do, when you don't score a ton of runs, you end up losing that game. Now, that gets magnified in the postseason. We're going to get to that coming up here next segment. But that gets magnified in the postseason when you face good pitching and good pitching seems to dominate good hitting. All right? So, uh, it was just a spot where the Braves' bats never really got going. Max Fried seems to have labored. Like, that's a fair term. I mean, he didn't look as sharp as he normally does. He didn't look terrible. He didn't look like he was he was off or struggling that badly. He just didn't have his top-of-the-line stuff, and it kind of showed. So, I mean, it, for me, I, I, I told everybody yesterday, don't put too much into this series. Don't overthink it. But – let this sort of be a, a test case for where they are. Mets got out to a one nothing lead in the series. The Braves will come back today uh, with Strider and hope to, to get one back. So, um, you know, they had a couple of opportunities last night, but never really could capitalize. And it was one of those games where it was just dominated by the starting pitcher. And, and Freed had that bad, it was at the third inning where he got touched up for a couple of doubles and ended up scoring. And, you know, a double play that would have made it a one nothing game, made it a 2 nothing game, Mets tack on too late and, Nonetheless, it was a 4-1 game, and it was a final. Um, so, you know, they're they're 
there's still hope, Braves fans. Let's not get uh, too excited yet. There was one silver lining last night that I thought about, uh, and it was sort of coincidental. I'll get to that here in just a moment. First, a word from our friends by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to find your parts that you need for your car at your local auto parts store. Why endure the often pointless and seeming, seemingly intimidating questioning, you know, is, is your car an LS or an EX kind of stuff, and wait while the person behind the counter sits there and types into their computer, choosing the only brand in their warehouse that, that they happen to carry? Well, your computer has access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can go to rockauto.com. You'll usually spend, uh, why spend up to 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts that you could get at a chain or dealership. Rock Auto could save you up to 100% on the parts that you buy. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Again, use the code locked on in the how-did-you-hear-about-us box. All right. Uh, it was interesting last night because uh, there was one guy that made me smile, uh, and that was Robinson Cano, uh, who who was traded for uh, yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, Sunday evening, uh, from the San Diego Padres. And immediately he gets slid into the lineup. Uh, he has two hits last night. He's wearing number 22. Remember there was a guy who used to wear number 22 for the Braves that was, you know, pretty – Good at hitting and coming up with clutch hitting. Great leader, older guy in the clubhouse. Yeah, that Nick Marcakis guy. Maybe, just maybe, Robinson Cano gives you a little bit of that savvy Nick Marcakis vibe uh, and, and gives you an opportunity to, you know, give him a platoon at more than second base, maybe DH down the road. But, you know, this is a, a team here um, that is stacked with a, a ton of people. I think Cano, if you could continue to get out of him what you got last night, which is some solid fielding, some timely hitting. That's it. He doesn't have to be special. He doesn't have to do anything over the top for this team. Um, and he just continues to have to uh, be a guy that is trusted in the lineup when he gets to play uh, and makes the most of the, his at-bats. Speaking of making the most, Austin Riley hits another home run last night. And, yes, he was snubbed for the All-Star game. That's okay. Uh, I mean, when you look at it, Machado got voted in. Arenado and uh, who am I missing were the other third baseman. They were two pretty good ones. Uh, was it? I forget. Anyway, but the, I mean, it just happens. You know, this is why it's one of those things where uh, when you get an all-star snub at a position like third base, it's easy to understand because um, power hitting third baseman, the guys who put up numbers are, are, are pretty prevalent around the league, right? They're not that hard to find. It's not like it is with Dansby Swanson where you find a shortstop uh, that is very, very productive offensively. That's typically not what you see around Major League Baseball. So, again, a 4-1 loss last night for the Braves. They'll turn around tonight. They'll send the mustache out there. You guys know me, huge Spencer Strider fan. I'm hoping he does exactly what uh, we expect him to do. And this should be an interesting matchup for Strider because it'll give us a sense of how he operates, really, in games that are – like playoff games, right? Like you just get everything seems a little bit more magnified as it is in the playoffs. So maybe you get a little bit of taste of what Strider is tonight. He fanned 12 guys his last time out. Uh, I'm not touching his K-Prov at six and a half again. I would probably lean on the under uh, because the Mets don't strike out a lot, but still uh, it's not a not a bet that I even want to get involved in. I want to just sit back and relax and watch Strider 
do his thing. And if he fans six guys in the first two innings again, hooray for the Braves. It's going to be a really good night. All right, coming up next, um, there are a couple things I need to reiterate about the Braves and an interesting decision made yesterday by Alex Anthopoulos that won't help this team win a World Series, at least not this year. We'll explain that coming up next. It's A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Search Locked On Sports Atlanta. Be right back. Welcome back to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. You search Locked On Sports Atlanta. As I said, follow me on Twitter at Mark Zeno here, host of A to Z, and follow our entire network at Locked On ATL. Don't forget to check out all of the great shows on Locked On Sports Atlanta, ATL Day Ones, Jarvis Davis, Tanitra Batiste, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery. Of course, our Braves postcast with my buddy Grant McCauley. And uh, you have to have that be part of the Braves postcast after this huge series. So right after the Braves game is over, right here at Locked On Sports Atlanta. Don't forget about Locked On Falcons and Locked On Hawks. And Locked On Falcons will be ramping up real soon. And, of course, if there's any action uh, with the Hawks making more moves here this summer, You'll hear it right on Locked On Hawks. Uh, Locked On Hawks. This uh, segment brought to you by our good friends at BetOnline.net. Okay, I, I want to stay with the Braves here for a minute because I, I, this topic is going to continue to happen throughout the next month until the trade deadline gets here and the final roster is constructed for the postseason. I want to reiterate that. There's a reason why nobody has won back-to-back World Series in 22 years. The reason why is because it's really, really hard. And the game has changed a little bit in a sense where, you know, uh, bullpens are dominating now more than ever. Uh, Pitching has always won in the playoffs, but, you know, quality pitching is hard to find. Quality starting pitching because, again, the guys who can get to the seventh or eighth inning – in a playoff game and and keep the bullpen rested are so pivotal to a World Series run. You can't just go five innings every time and get out of dodge in the postseason. Your bullpen's going to get wore out, and there's way too many high-leverage situations for you to expect them to all be good at. I say all this to say that everybody who believes that this is the absolute best version of the Braves I think is deluding themselves, Um, and I think they're doing so in a sense where – that regardless of how good this team is during the regular season, when they get to the postseason, things will be different. You don't have a Jock Peterson. You don't have Jorge Soler. The Eddie Rosario that was there last year, you can't count on again. The Tyler Matzik that was there last year, you can't count on again. That, that, that is not – there is no sample size to prove other than last postseason that those guys will do it again. So at that point, you're just hoping. And, and that's not something that I am comfortable with whether it be a, the, the team that I'm a fan of or just in general a team that I cover, that's not a philosophy that I want to head into the postseason with. Well, I hope our guys do what they did last time. Now, nah, I'd like a little bit more certainty. And so as the trade deadline approaches, and Alex Anthopoulos has already made two moves. We talked about earlier, the trade of Robinson Cano. Now, will Cano end up being on the postseason roster? I don't know. Will he contribute that much? I don't know. I mean, it's it's just way too early to tell. But that's a move that he made. And then yesterday as well, he traded away one of the top prospects in the Braves organization, Drew Waters, uh, and another minor league pitcher and another minor league player to the Kansas City Royals for the 35th overall pick uh, in the ML, upcoming MLB draft. That's like a move you almost never see happen in, in, in baseball. Like, 
guys trade for draft picks, high draft picks in the NFL. They do it all the time. In the NBA, it's pretty common. Major League Baseball, you like never see it. You like never see it. And 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 I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent. But the point simply being is that that move, that trade is obviously not going to help the Braves win uh, a World Series this year. That doesn't mean it's a bad move. Like Alex Anthopoulos has enough clout with me and should be with everybody that he, no matter what move he makes, you have to trust it. Like you have to let it play out. I'm not guaranteeing it's going to be right, but he's been more right than he's been wrong throughout his tenure here in Atlanta. And so uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But that said, as I said last week, I still want Anthopoulos to be as aggressive this year as he was last year. Why? Because you have to be better than you were last year to win back-to-back. You can't be the same. And and I go back to, you know, the 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 98-99 Yankees that the last, well, 99-2000 Yankees were the last team to win back-to-back. But in 98, when the Yankees won 125 games, they were the best team in baseball history record-wise, regular season and postseason. Um, they were just unbeatable. And after that season, you know what they did? They went out and traded and got Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens. I think four-time Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens at that point in time. But they got better because it's really hard to win back-to-back games. They were willing to trade their best pitcher in 98 and David Wells, got rid of him, and got a pitcher that was equally as good, if not better, to be better the following year. That's how you repeat. That's what Anthopolis should be focusing on. And, And I, for one, am not a fan of resting on laurels. I, I I get it. I mean, it's it's tough to look at the team and figure out and go, are we still good enough to win? Yeah, it looks like it because we're going back to the playoffs again. But it's a different world in the postseason. It's a it's just you. So yesterday as well, uh, there was another player rumor that was made available by somebody, and I'll tell you who that is in a second. First, a word from our friends on BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including everything about Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcast news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Okay. A player that may have been made available yesterday. There were rumors out there from, I think it was Bob Nightingale of USA Today, that the Brewers may be moving Josh Hader. Josh Hader is the best, if not the best, within the top two or three best closers in the game. He says, automatic as they come. Uh, Now, Braves fans will scoff at that because Freddie Freeman hit a home run off him last year in the playoffs. But nonetheless, if a guy like that's available and you want to to really make sure your bullpen is bulletproof, because if you were to have Hayter, Smith, Jansen, and then whatever else is there, yeah, even if your pitcher only goes five games, you're in real – five innings, rather. You're in real good position. Real good position. So a guy like that is available, but he's not going to come cheap. He's not going to to come at the expense of, you know, a bunch of prospects who can't play now. And I know it's not for a bunch of prospects. Why? Because the Milwaukee Brewers are in first place. If they're willing to move off of this guy, they already feel like they have his, his successor. And they want to improve now to win a World Series now. So sending them your, your top prospects is not going to help them. They want major league ready guys. 
And so I asked the question yesterday of uh, my friends over at 929 The Game, where I'm filling in this week, you know, would you trade Austin Riley? No, can't do that. Would you trade Michael Harris? No, can't do that. I'm like, dude, Michael Harris has played a month of professional baseball. A month. You're, you're getting the best closer in the game for a guy who's played a month of professional baseball. If you think that you know for certain that what Harris has done in this month is the next 15 years of his career, you're better than I am. I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm not saying I would do either one of those deals. I'm just saying these are the things that you have to weigh out. And this is what makes Alex Anthopoulos' job so tough. But I know, I feel confident that he's going to continue to be aggressive and continue to try to improve this team because he knows that they can't run it back with the same thing and hope for the same results from guys like Rosario and Matzik. All right, coming up next, a list in the NFL that has got me scratching my head and a whole lot of other people. We'll do that right here on A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Search Locked On Sports Atlanta. Final segment here of A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You search Locked On Sports Atlanta. This segment of the show brought to you by my good friends at the Evertasty Coffee AM. All right, uh, ESPN.com put together a ranking of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league heading into 2022. And um, this was done by executive coaches and players who were making their picks. Uh, and the top four, I don't think anybody has any real arguments with, with Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady. Where the list gets dicey is five through 10 and who was snubbed off the list. I'll give you what the rest of the list is here. At five is Joe Burrow, the Bengals, six, Matt Stafford of the Rams, seven, Justin Herbert of the Chargers, eight is Russell Wilson of the Broncos, nine, Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns, and 10 is Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, uh, I will say this, and I've said this repeatedly, I kind of feel like Joe Burrow is just a smidge overrated. Um, if he doesn't make a Super Bowl run last year and the Bengals don't get a, what I'd like to think are, are several lucky bounces, um, we're not talking about Joe Burrow as being the fifth best quarterback in the league in 2022. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I think he's super talented. I just think that we are overvaluing what he is. I don't think the Bengals make the playoffs this year. I think they're primed for some regression. Um, they still haven't fixed the offensive line with any great you know, measure at this point in time. So uh, they were fortunate enough to stay healthy. I mean, there were so many things that contributed to them uh, making it to the Super Bowl, the refs in the playoff game against the Raiders, the Titans screwing everything up and the stupid idiot kicker missing a field goal, um, you know, and then against the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes having his worst game of his career in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, I, be, say what you want, okay? I'm not here to argue about Joe Burrow and how good he is. I just don't think he's heading into this year the fifth best quarterback in the league. And in fact, you know, what, what is crazy about this list is that this is more about not what they have done, what they will do in 2022, right? And and I, I think there's a certain amount of Joe Burrow and the Bengals that's going to be figured out, and you're going to start to see Zach Taylor get a little bit exposed as a bad adjustment coach. The one name that was left off this list, there were two names actually that were left off this list to me that were surprising, um, and they both sort of fit the same mold a little bit, and that's Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Um, Lamar Jackson... I, and I've seen everybody put stats up there uh, about, oh, he only had like 13 touchdowns and seven interceptions through the first nine games before he got hurt, whatever it was. Guys, trying to compare Lamar Jackson to regular quarterbacks is an exercise in futility because he's not 
a regular quarterback and he's he doesn't act like a regular quarterback and he doesn't perform like a regular quarterback. So putting numbers against numbers are always going to be a fail. I have my issues with Lamar. I think that in general, I've seen him in games and, and this doesn't get talked about because the Ravens usually end up with a W and Lamar usually ends up making other plays that sort of erase bad throws, bad decisions, and just sort of inaccuracy. Uh, and I think those things are fair. This isn't like a, a, a black quarterback thing. No, it, it's just what I see when I watch him play. There are, there are receivers that he has missed. There are throws that he has missed. There are decisions I think that he makes are bad. Is that any different than any other quarterback? No. But Lamar is able to erase a lot of that because he's such a unique player. So uh, do I think Lamar is better than Joe Burrow? Yeah, I do. Heading into 2022, I think Lamar is going to have a better season than Joe Burrow. I think the Ravens are going to win the division. I don't think the Bengals will. So, I mean, I think Lamar there is, is one guy that it's really – he constantly gets slighted in comparisons because we put up regular stats and regular numbers, and we're not sitting there having a conversation about rushing yards and what he does to defenses on a routine basis, right? I mean, ask ask 15 defensive coordinators in the league which quarterbacks are the hardest to scheme for, the top 10 – Hardest quarterbacks to scheme against. Uh, Lamar Jackson's in the top three, easily, right? So, you know, the measure of of fantasy football nerd coming in and well, he only threw thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, that, that's that's not reality, bro. That's that's not how things go. The other quarterback, I'll tell you who he is in just a second. After a word, from my friends at Coffee AM, guys, these are locally roasted and shipped coffees right here in Atlanta. I mean, this is the kind of coffee you need after the Braves game last night. You know, it just kind of wakes you up, gives you a shot in the arm, makes you feel better. Uh, just amazingly flavored coffees from all over the world. Quality. They roast the current crop, specialty-grade coffee, and a huge selection. Coffees from all over the world. I had a coffee from Kenya, from Sumatra. I mean, they're all just delicious tasting. Organic, fair trade, direct trade. Expertly crafted blends, espresso and flavored coffees, gourmet teas, and a whole lot more. And again, it's all roasted in your backyard. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on today. Take a look at their full menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com backslash locked on and use the coupon code locked on at checkout to get 15% off your first order of coffees, teas, and gift sets. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. And it's right here in Georgia. All right. The other quarterback that I uh, think got snubbed, it's actually two of them, but one more than the other, is, again, Kyler Murray. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is better than Joe Burrow. I think he's more talented. I think, I mean, arm strength one for one. Uh, I, I like what Kyler Murray does. I think Kyler Murray has a putz for a coach. But then again, I think Joe Burrow is a putz for a coach. That kind of cancels each other out. Um, Murray, again, is hard to quantify. How to scheme against him is hard to quantify. Now, you give a ton of credit to the L.A. Rams. In that playoff game, they made him look small, smaller than he already is. So it's one of those things where, yeah, sure, he got beat, and he got beat badly, and his team didn't win. Uh, and that's a, that's a reflection. If Kyler Murray had made a run to the NFC Championship game and toppled the Rams, are we doing the same thing with Kyler Murray that we're doing with Joe Burrow? Probably. Absolutely probably. Um and, and again, it's not taking anything away. I think Matt Stafford's too high on that list. I, I think it, I think 
Deshaun Watson for all of his talent. I think he's super talented. In, in, in a vacuum, he's probably a top five quarterback in this league, but I haven't seen him throw a ball in a year. So how do I know what he's going to be in 2022 in a new offense with a new coordinator, a new scheme, new receivers, a new everything? Like, I have no clue. The fact that that you could put this list together and genuinely put Deshaun Watson in the top 10 without having him see him throw a pass in a Browns uniform and in over the last year to me is a little bit skewed, right? Like, I, that's not the, the way I would put the list in the way I would make it go. So, you know, uh, and then finally, Derek Carr, who's who's one of the most criminally underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, he's going to get, I say it again, he's going to get MVP votes this year with Devontae Adams. The problem is he plays in the division with Mahomes and now with Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert. So he's constantly going to be looked on as the, the, the worst quarterback in his division. Okay. The worst quarterback in his division happens to still be a top 12 quarterback in this league. That just tells you the other quarterbacks in, in his division are really, really good. That'll do it for me today here on A to Z. Again, give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zeno. You can do the same on Instagram if you're feeling, you know, getting on the IG, seeing what's there at Mark Zeno. Back tomorrow for a Wednesday edition. Let's hope the Braves get a win, and we're celebrating that right here on A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta. We're free on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, you search Locked On Sports Atlanta. You guys have a great day. Don't take crap from anybody. See you.